Eleanor, hi. Hello. I hear you're starting a podcast. It's not exactly a podcast. I prefer the word episodic audio fiction. Oh, that sounds very good. What's that? It's a storybook that you listen to in the same way that you would as a podcast and you find it in the same way that you would as a podcast. But it's episodes, a little bit like Dickens did. Because if he was alive now, he'd do a podcast. That's the idea. No, he wouldn't. He'd do episodic audio fiction. <laughs> OK, what are, you, what are you going to episodically audio fictionalize? Well, I wrote this book and it's absolutely brilliant and I want everybody to read it. So that's a little bit difficult to organise, so I'm going to read it to them. That is a brilliant idea. How, how will that work? I will record episode by episode, and then I shall put it up on the podcast place. What's it called? It's called The Spinning Master. It is a fantasy story. It's a science fiction story. It's set in Ireland in a dystopian and not too distant future. It has aliens, autism and video games. Any chance you'd read a bit of it just to kind of get me in the mood? Let me give you a tasty teaser from right in the middle. Nice. What's happening in this scene? Well, in this scene, Martha, who is the protagonist's best friend, is setting up the Dublin Cosplay Convention. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Read on. Martha's conscience wriggled and kicked. She reprimanded it firmly. Like Leah, Martha had a family to support and presenting the Dublin cosplay convention was too lucrative a gig to turn down. She turned to prepare the podium. A blue-skinned humanoid with a seaweed-like growth down its spine offered to help her with the chairs. She recognised the creature from a recent release, but there were also cult classics from before the gamification of the film industry. The entire casts of Star Trek and Star Wars crowded into different bars. The organisers had learnt to keep them apart. And there were classes for Tolkien Middle Earthlings, TME, Beings of Whovian Origin, BWO, and Studio Ghibli Nostalgia, SGN. Totoro was there in various furry dimensions, and Leela from Futurama, who, with her purple hair and a kick-ass boots, was a favourite for Cyclops Classics, CE. The single central eye was hard to achieve, Obviously, there were more points if you could actually see out of it, but ocular implants for cosplay were on the far side of extreme. Martha's blue-skinned helper had gills behind its ears. What does it all mean? It asked her, plaintively, as she adjusted the mic. Martha was about to answer, then she realised that the line was a direct quote from the character's latest role. Depends on where you're standing, partner, she replied. Picking up the reference, will you have mayonnaise or ketchup with that? The creature beamed delightedly. Its cinematic sidekick, a plastic perfect Japanese woman, joined them on the podium. She wore green furry boots, a minuscule baby doll dress, and her hair was a seething mass of snakes. She tickled the blue thing behind its feathery gills. It rolled up into a ball and giggled. Martha indicated, politely but clearly, that it was time for them to step down from the podium. The pair left with a reasonable grace, but the hair snakes hissed viciously at her from behind their owner's back. Martha could remember when cosplay was niche, 
Now, with the world the way it was, everyone needed an escape. Most people could still afford a handheld device for gaming, but only the super-rich could morph their physical identity with that of their online character. The truly committed, known as the embodied, identified as their character in daily life and underwent lasting physical change, surgical or chemical, as part of becoming who they were. An increasing number of workplaces, including Soul Trader, accepted embodied employees with a level of grace formerly reserved for gender difference. If you identified as a dragon, then they were contractually bound to accept you as a dragon, provided you could do your real-world work. What is real, anyway? Jirruped a feathered being. Woke, 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 its identical companion replied. Both had follicular implants, so that feathers sprouted from the goose pimples on their upper bodies. One of them, unfortunately, was molting. Martha sighed. She truly respected the embodied, in their commitment to costume and the sincere dedication with which they inhabited their fantasy lives. The trouble was that most of the films and games around which they based their new identities were designed only to make money and spawn sequels. All that creativity wasted, she thought. The scripts are so limited that there's nothing for them to become. 